0: Hello and welcome to the Leader of the Pack podcast. I'm your friend and confidant, Marcelo, and I will be here with you as we share some wisdom and insight, and of course some laughter in today's world. So, what is Leader of the Pack, you might ask? Leader of the Pack is a brotherhood, some call it a movement, created by Rabbi Natan Alexander to re-empower us to be the great men God designed us all to be. We're a tribe of men that are constantly working on ourselves and holding each other accountable. To stand up, lead, and protect. So, if you're looking to be a part of a powerful movement, look no further. This is it. Without further ado, I've got a message today from Rav Natan sharing a little bit about... Dun, 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 coronavirus. That's right, I said it. That dreaded word. But in all seriousness, here's his take on some lessons learned, social distancing, where the truth really lies, and some boundaries. Hey everyone, this is Rav Nathan from Leader
1: of the Pack. I wanted to talk to you about something that might come from left field over here because everyone is dealing with uh, quarantining, self-quarantining. Everybody is, well not everybody, those that uh, understand they should be, are pretty much locking themselves in their homes with their children, with their wives and husbands and hoping for the best kind of thing and dealing with a whole lot of different dynamics that are going on. In fact, this morning on our leader of the pack accountability call that we have with our men every single week, we were discussing those dynamics and how to deal with those differences in dynamics. But what I want to speak about here is as follows. In no way, shape or form do I believe that the coronavirus is a punishment from heaven. I'm not a prophet, I'm not somebody that can say that. But at the same time, I like to take things that are happening and see what we can learn from it, see what lessons are being taught to us, whether that's by God or by society or by the universe, whatever you want to call it. And something that's been constantly on my head is as follows. We are now pretty much being forced Uh, whether that's by our government or whether we're taking social responsibility to do that. Either way, but to separate from the rest of society. Uh, I think they're calling it social distancing. And this social distancing, uh, the name that the world's given it, made me think of the following thing. Only just a few years ago, let's even say, 10 to 15 years ago, uh, this craze started. This craze that I'm talking about was something uh, called reality TV. When I was growing up as a kid, you switched on the TV and you saw actors. Actors that were paid, some of them a little bit more, some of them a little bit less, but they were paid, they were on stage, they were on set, and they were acting either in a series or in a movie, or whatever it was, then all of a sudden the world uh, had this idea hold on a second, let's watch real people. Let's put cameras up in people's houses or let's create homes that are actually in studios and let's watch people. Let's watch them to the extent that we're even going to watch them uh, go to the bathroom, we're going to watch them fall asleep and wake up, we're going to We're going to watch them do all sorts of things that are normally very private. We're going to watch interactions, we're going to watch discussions, uh, to the extent that some of these people on reality TV forgot that the cameras were there, right? Normally when people know that they're in public or people are watching, they're actually more careful of what they do. Right, uh, even more so than when we're in our homes, when we're outside, we know people are watching, we're careful of what we do, how we act, how we speak to people. But it became so normal that the cameras were there watching that people let their guards fully down, and the world became obsessed with being in another person's space. We then had a whole lot of different social media things happening that allowed us to bring people into our lives 24 hours a day, non-stop. I could share and can share absolutely everything except the smell. I don't, I don't think they've worked out how to share smell. But I can share what I'm seeing, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what I'm seeing, if I haven't said that already, what I'm hearing. We can share everything in the entire world with strangers. And in fact, the world has become more used to sharing intimate things with strangers than we even do with those people most close to us. This was an absolute hype. This is, right now, This phenomenon of being in other people's business, other people's bedrooms, other people's minds, other people's everything, is it such a hype right now, it's almost sickening. When we have an interaction with our child or with our wife or with our husband, the first thing we want to do is tell the world, including those in inverted commas friends that we don't even know, we've never even met in our lives. We can't even necessarily trust. They're not going to share it with someone else. And then, coronavirus comes along. And the greatest thing that we can do so far that we understand is called social distancing. Now, there's a sage, was a sage, uh, a Jewish sage, his name was the Rambam, Maimonides. And he said that, Extremes to either side is not good. The central path is called the golden path for for the Rambam. Somewhere in the middle is normally the truth. Somewhere in the middle is normally the healthy way to deal with things. So once again, I'm not saying God or the universe or society or destiny sent coronavirus to send us this message. Maybe, maybe yes. But either way, I want to take a look at this and ask you to ask yourself. Let's challenge ourselves. Are we being forced to socially distance ourselves because we have come too close to those that we should have distance with? Are we being sent this need for social distancing to be closed in our own homes with our own families so that we learn how to reconnect to those people most special to us. So that we learn how to share with our husband, our wife and our children before we do with strangers we've never met in our life. This is going to be a very, very big challenge for a whole lot of people. A whole lot of people that have put up so many boundaries within their home and let down the boundaries outside their homes. Let's try and use at least this social distancing to teach us a lesson. Let's try and become as close as we should be to those closest to us, and perhaps create some healthy social distancing between us and the rest of the world that perhaps does not have a right to have a camera and an audio access to everything that happens in my life. Let's think about a comment below. What are your thoughts on this? Are you struggling with social distancing? Are you able to use it as an opportunity? Are you someone that needed to be told, hold on a second, let's look inward rather than outward? Or are we people that this is going to make our social interaction with the rest of the world? And our distancing with our real family, even worse, because we can't even handle being forced to be with our spouse, to be with our children. Are we sitting in the lounge room, all on our phones, or watching the TV, or watching the internet, rather than embracing the opportunity to say, Hey, haven't spoken to you in about three years, wife. (laughs) I haven't sat and played a game with you, children. I haven't seen what you're doing for homework, kids. I want to let you in on my life. Let's use this as an opportunity to recreate
0: positive, healthy, happy social norms. Do you want to hear some more? Make sure you hit that subscribe button below and follow us on social media at Leader of the Pack. All the links will be below in the description. Join us in the conversation on Facebook, We hope to see you there. Stand up, lead, and protect. God bless.